welcome back to When Calls the Hallmarkies Heart to Heart with me, Casey. That is the happy hearty. We have Cammy here, who is the hooked hearty. And <laughs> we also have our dear buddy, Amy. Say hello, Amy. Hi, guys. I'm currently you the You have hungry. to think of a name. You have, what, I, what's your... Well, I'm very hungry right now. So I'm hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking to it. I'm drinking a smoothie, by the way, in case anyone sees this weirdness while we're filming. Okay. <laughs> you know, with all the talk about the cafe and the saloon and the food poisoning, I think that's a perfect <laughs> name right now. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> awesome. So, Amy, since it's been a while since you've joined us, I would like to know, where do you stand between Lucas, Nathan, and nobody? <laughs> <laughs> I used to have an opinion, okay? I was like, oh, I would like her to be with Nathan, whatever. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, just pick somebody. <laughs> I okay. don't Come on. It hasn't been that care. long. <laughs> just pick someone. I know, but I'm anticipating this whole season is going to be a will they, won't they with both of them, and I'm just, I'm not into that. So just pick someone. I'll be happy. Whoever she picks, that is her decision. That is not mine. There we go. <laughs> okay. So you, ha you literally have no preference. You do not care if she goes Nathan or Lucas. I mean, I'd date Nathan if that was, if it was my choice. <laughs> but, but we're talking about Elizabeth. We're talking about Elizabeth here, and I could see where Lucas could be, you know, Lucas is like the boyfriend you have in high school, and then Nathan's more like the man you keep afterwards. Uh, <laughs> like your hus husband material. Um, anyways. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was not expecting that answer. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's you why we have Amy come. <laughs> she keeps it fresh. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know what? Honestly, that is a good stance to have because in the end, one group is going to be very sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest. And we might as well just have the opinion of, you know what, it's going to, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yes. So it's a good stance to have because somebody's um, group is going to be sad either way. So we might as well let the, let nature run its course, but we can each have a preference mm -hmm. as to who we like. So um, I personally am team Nathan, but that really just originated out of the fact that I just like Kevin McGarry in a red search. <laughs> However, that opinion has also evolved after this episode. Uh, Cami, would you like to expound on your feelings towards Team Lucas, Team Nathan, and where you stand? <laughs> well, we definitely had some leaning towards Team Nathan, I think. Uh, the one interaction, because there was only one that uh, Elizabeth and Lucas had, the one interaction that we had with the two of them, it was very pleasant, it was very sweet, it was thankful and grateful. You know, she said, thank you so much for helping me, but then he just kind of said, it's all you, and walks away. And, you know, she's not put off by that, but she smiles and she walks the other way and she did not look back. So, you know, and then, you know, frosting I would have even enjoyed that scene if it had been Lucas because it was just so cute <laughs> but the frosting on the nose was just adorable and 
you know, and I think that a lot of people are taking that to be a little, I don't know, too forward. But number one, it's cute. It's fun. It adds for a lighthearted moment. Number two, it, you know, she was with the girls and I, I have dubbed, I have dubbed Nathan the two P's, protective and paranoid. Because <laughs> he's like, Ali, that, that's too high. That's just, no, don't use your fingers on her. <laughs> so she was trying to get him to lighten up and to get him to have fun with the girls instead of constantly being worried about them. So, you know, I think that she would have even, okay, maybe not, she wouldn't, she probably would not have done it if it had been Opal's dad. But, you know, it's not this, it's not, it's not this, oh, oh, she's in love with him. She's going to pick Nathan because she put icing on his nose. You know, I mean, come <laughs> but it was, it was sweet. It was cute. It was adorable. And um, Casey, do you remember last week I was talking about how sometimes I'm a little disappointed with the premieres because I'm expecting a big, huge mm -hmm. blowout? Well, this episode I liked better than last week. I just think that it takes us time to get into the swing of things, you know? Mm -hmm. And so with the first episode, it's more of an introductory thing. And now we're getting into some meat. We're getting into some, some real storyline here. And so I liked it better than last week. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amy, did you like this one better than last week too? Yeah, I agree. Cause I, what with what Cami said last week, you know, it's more of like, you're going back. Hope Valley's here. Here's all our characters again. Here's where they, where they've been over the past couple months. It's more like, you know, starting us back into the fray. And now, now we're getting, we're getting closer to the deepness of the season. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you both. So let's dive in. Um, we'll start with the fun, fun little, uh, storyline in the, in this episode. Um, let's talk about Bill and his obsession with smoked paprika. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So apparently Bill Avery is very, very concerned about his dear cafe and not, and I mean, I guess keeping up with Lucas and the smoked paprika. He sees Ned, Ned is eating a bowl of goulash and Bill immediately runs over the cafe and starts trying to tell Clara how to cook, which <laughs> hold on now, hold on a second. <laughs> Let, let, Clara's fine, Bill. Clara's fine. Well, and Clara has gotten so much better. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you remember in season two when she just start when she just started working at the cafe, she was a disaster. <laughs> and, I mean, look at her now. In uh, in last week's episode, they were uh, Elizabeth said, "I think he's enjoying your coffee." So she's making coffee good enough to be mm -hmm. enjoyed like that, and now she's making the food and. And she's really gained confidence and she's gained a place. She's not just waiting tables, mm -hmm. which I think is fantastic yeah. growth for her character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even when she told Bill to just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you said you'd eat your hat. You said you'd eat your hat before you copied Nathan. I mean, Lucas. I thought yeah. that was a miracle line. And then I she goes, it. Bill, I've tasted Gustav's chowder too. <laughs> and she just kind of gives them this look like, 
you've got to be kidding me really stop it (laughs) (laughs) but I just love how Clara has just really blossomed in Hope Valley and she's just really become her own person and you know she's always been very upfront with Jesse but I'd never seen her upfront with any other any others in um well Galley Oh, Gowan. and Gowan. Gowan. Yeah. That's true. But that was the first time when she had really, mm-hmm. when she stood up to Gowan for, uh, for Jesse. that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the first time that she's been outspoken about anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also in the scene, I thought the panning from that scene over to Rosie and Jesse was oh, pretty so phenomenal. I mean, it, I just, I just love the videography in this episode, just because you have, it's a town, right? So you're not going to go from one shot to another. It's like the camera's just panning and then it just moves seamlessly within the scenes. Like things are happening at the same time, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so Rosemary and Jesse, um, dear, sweet Rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Amy's wincing. <laughs> I love Rosemary. I love her to death. But you know, she learned in this episode, maybe not everyone wants your advice. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Never know. I mean, do but you know what? She learned the lesson. Exactly. So, that's a really good, that's a really good thing. I mean, did she though? Because I feel like we had oh, this yeah. problem in like several, several seasons. <laughs> this is a right. <laughs> This is a this is a reoccurring theme with Rosemary. <laughs> Once a year, she gets reminded that not everybody needs her advice. <laughs> I mean, you gotta love her for it. I kind of say yeah, that tongue in cheek, but she cares so much, and that's why she, she does. does it. And she forgets sometimes that like not everyone wants to hear what she has to say or needs well, to hear. She, what she has to say. But she stopped herself. She mm-hmm. stopped. She stopped herself, mm-hmm. and and you know, and she said something. She said something to Clara that she never said to Jack and Elizabeth. It's your wedding. You uh-huh. get to make all the decisions. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. She never said that to Jack and Elizabeth. So. <laughs> she learned. She learned the hard yes. way with that one. <laughs> yes. In that scene with Rosemary and Jesse, she says, far be it for me to criticize. I could not help but think of Rachel Lynn from Anne of Green Gables. Yes! It was yes! such a Rachel Lynn line. I was like... What is going on? We are merging two of my favorite things together. <laughs> Alrighty. So anyways, we pan over to uh, Nathan picking up Allie because apparently Allie's teacher is giving Allie too much homework and she needs help carrying her books home. I loved that line. I thought <laughs> it was perfectly playful and flirtatious, but not too assuming and it's just nice to see Nathan have light moments, you yeah. know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so, Amy, would you say that little banter there, would you say that's flirting? Or would you say that's just two adults having a conversation? I, I think that's flirting. They were smiling way too much for it to just be a basic conversation. Like, I don't do... Also, when you saw all those kids walk out of the class, they weren't holding, like, anything. No. <laughs> there's not a ton of things for him to carry home so obviously well, he was teasing her yeah it was an excuse more than anything or like yeah because Allie can walk home by herself <laughs> she's all right she is old enough <laughs> so like I think it was more of an excuse to oh I, c- I can talk to Elizabeth for five minutes type of thing 
in my mind at least because those kids were carrying like a basket there was nothing in their hands and you know what it's friday yeah because we're talking about like oh it's the weekend and And, i mean elizabeth did tell them that they needed to read a chapter of huck finn but it's also friday what teach what what insane teacher gives loads of homework in which you have to carry all of your books home on you a guys, Friday. it's a joke he was <laughs> kidding also huckleberry finn is not a thick book like it's not so. no i'm trying to i'm i'm, I'm proving amy's point that <laughs> oh, he you. is he is he was there for he i never thought of it but he had he made he made a time to see elizabeth mm-hmm he had his mm-hmm. excuse. He, he okay, was, if I if I may, if this is I points, may. make sure you write this on your blog, Cammy. This is points for Nathan. <laughs> it is this Friday. This Friday is gonna be is gonna be face off Friday, so it's gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna totally be putting points from the first two episodes. So everybody, watch out for that. But if I may, I think that he was mixing two pleasures. I can't say mixing business with pleasure, but I think he was mixing two pleasures because my husband he works in way downtown Austin which takes 30 to 45 minutes one way if he's lucky with no traffic but if he were around here and school guidelines didn't you know it wasn't so strict but you know on a day that he has the day off but the kids still have school He likes to go and pick them up. I could do it, but he likes to do it because he doesn't get the opportunity very much. So I think in a way, Nathan is saying, I have a few extra minutes. I'll go get Allie and I'll walk her home, you know, spend some time with her before I have to go back out. Icing on the cake, pun intended. icing on the cake I get to see the pretty teacher and flirt with her because I have no game (laughs) so it's just a bonus it's a bonus I think it's both I think I think it's both I don't think it was purely to see Elizabeth Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. think that it was double duty yeah yeah makes sense I mean he is a Mountie he's around I'm sure he's busy he can't often you know get Allie so I can see your point too so yeah for sure either way points he's he's killing two birds with one stone he's spending time with his niece and he gets to see the pretty teacher there you go there There you go go. (laughs) (laughs) all righty so let's talk about faith and carson carson's over in i believe it was union city and he was taking care of patient faith surgery 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 that's right city big stuff um so not much took me by surprise this like nothing really struck me except for the fact that Carson's like this camera I just stopped at a camera store and found this compact camera and I'm like wait is he a photographer did we know that is that no he he just likes to take pictures okay it was just so random I don't know I was thinking I completely missed a random hobby of Carson. Oh no 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 no! You didn't you didn't miss anything. <laughs> Don't you realize Carson has a thousand hobbies at this point? Oh my gosh! Carson, <laughs> Carson is this multi-talented, incredible yeah. man. You know, he's, he's one of those guys that he's like, "That's a new thing. I'll try that." He, he's a jack of many trades. No, <laughs> 
I All hope right. he's a master of one. <laughs> yeah. I well, he's a master in the medical facility. I was going to say, know? at least in surgery. Yeah. And, you know, doctors sometimes have stressful jobs. Maybe he just, need, you know, he's trying to find the right thing that can be his, you know, stress release or something. There you and go. Apparently it's the harmonica. Also playing the piano for um, silent movies and now mm-hmm. camera photography. <laughs> well, moving on. Um, so Ned and Bill, and back to the paprika thing. So Ned has tummy issues. Okay. Can I, can I please say, you know, and this probably gave me the fact that the coronavirus is raising alarm in a lot of parts of the country and stuff like that probably influenced this opinion, but it's one person sick. <laughs> and, and then, you know, when when four or five people get sick from that tonic that, you know, from the medicine man, no one lifted an eyebrow, but one person gets, that was before the telephone was in town, I guess. Right? It was a slow gossip week. She had to have something to talk about. Yes. (laughs) One stinking person gets sick. (laughs) And that determined the course of the week for poor cafe and poor saloon oh my word (laughs) i loved when lucas came to the table the poker table and gustav is playing what's this no one is ordering the food (laughs) (laughs) i can't cook anything i can't work so (laughs) i might as well be out here enjoying myself Right. So, so Ned goes to the infirmary the first time and he's seen by Faith. He has a burning sensation. And so she tells him to drink some cabbage juice. A few scenes later, we see Ned drinking said cabbage juice, which let me tell you, looks disgusting. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was so gross. (laughs) So then we have here Ned going back to the infirmary. This time Carson is back in town. He's in he is examining um, Ned. And what did we think about Bill just staking out outside the curtain? Like, what in the world? <laughs> he wants proof. He wants proof that it wasn't the food. That's what he's right. doing there. <laughs> that is such a violation of privacy, though. My goodness. <laughs> hey, he wasn't standing over Carson's shoulder. Count our uh, blessings. Uh, right? That's true. That's true. I'll, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. <laughs> Oh, all righty. So we do have a Lucas and Elizabeth run in and, you know, I don't think there's really much to say. I think, Cammy, you covered it earlier. You know, it was very platonic. It was very, you know, um, agreeable and thankful. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing wrong with it. And there was, I mean, on both sides, I feel like they were just two friends passing each other and, you know, hey, that's for the advice. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Yep, same. Same Z's. Hey, Hardies. So, real quick, I know this is a quick, weird interruption, and this is not an ad right now, but we just wanted to let you know that the hungry Hardy had to go run. So, um, you're stuck with us for the rest of the episode. Sorry, people. <laughs> okay. So, now I think we're ready to dive into the meat. This is very complex complex oh one one thing before we get to the the meat two things actually 
no Fiona. There was <gasps> no right. Fiona in this entire yeah. episode. I went, holy moly, she's not here. Yes, I did remember thinking that. It was yeah. sad. <laughs> we needed our it, girl. It was, it was just a little, we, we love you, Kayla. We love you, Fiona. You know, <laughs> we, you, it was noticed. It was noticed it was. that you, I mean, I don't think it was horrible that she wasn't there, but it was noticed. Mm-hmm. You know? She, I know she's just such a fun character. I'm hoping we she get is. way more. I, I just love how she's so, such a Yankee. Cause I mean, <laughs> going to Canada and say, you know, she has some interesting, you know, phrases that she'll use, you know, like in a jiffy or just not Hope Valley-esque. I, I just think she's so right. fun you know and swell swell yeah yeah swell and, was was a really good one yeah and easiest pie <laughs> uh, easiest pie <laughs> yeah yeah you just gotta love fiona we could love fiona okay. and then the other thing yes. was flomo we had a scene with we flomo did. we did <laughs> we did and i thought it was so funny when um so molly calls florence and she says guess where i am and florence is like i can see where you're calling I can see where you are <laughs> <laughs> oh man all righty are we ready to dive in we to- are ready we, we, are ready. we are ready to dive in. We're ready. <laughs> All right. So Elizabeth's shopping at the mercantile and she sees um, Allie trying to decide what to buy. And she's very discouraged. And Elizabeth oh, I says, know. poor girl. I know, especially because she doesn't have a, you know, a female influence to, you know, just kind of show her the ropes of girl, girlyhood, yeah. girlness, sleepovers, fun with friends and stuff. So kind of had to feel for her in that moment wanting to, do something fun but not really knowing how and it's not like her uncle knows how to make taffy apples or yeah. crochet or you know and do crafts it was, it was very sweet of him to give her a dollar to it was to buy, to buy stuff he did that much but the poor guy just doesn't have a clue you know? i know bless his heart bless his so heart. elizabeth offers to make cupcakes for Allie, and then which the girl- is a huge thing oh my mm-hmm. gosh elizabeth is baking <laughs> i mean do you remember that cake in season one the real you mean the pancake that was like oh that, yeah, yeah, that, one, that uh billy and... earning three dollars yeah. <laughs> from billy hamilton that poor cat. thing i know <laughs> She must have gotten some recipes from Abigail and Rosemary is what I guess. Must have. But I mean, just the fact that she's improved so much mm-hmm. that she's saying, I'll bake cupcakes for you. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. So Allie and Elizabeth are walking down the steps of the mercantile. And once again, fantastic videography, panning, cinematography, whatever you want to call it. Cinematography is the better word, but yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) Cammie's the expert here. I, she corrects my, my, my wrong (laughs) sayings. Um, (laughs) So Allie and Elizabeth walk down the steps and they pass an older gentleman who kind of, he doesn't pay attention to the map. First. He's just kind of walking up the steps. And I noticed that the older gentleman, he kind of has a funny look on his face like that. These girls look kind of familiar or this girl looks kind of familiar or uh-huh. he was, he just seemed very intrigued by the conversation that he heard in passing. But mm. then when he hears Elizabeth say, Allie, 
Mm-hmm. That is the moment this older gentleman turns around and tells Allie that she's the spitting image of her mother. And Allie has no idea who this person is. And Elizabeth's very protective over her student. I as love she how should she be. stepped in right there. Yes. She stands between them as she should because this is a complete stranger and you don't know who this person is. And lo and behold, Nathan Grant walks in and just. Okay, hold on. Hold on. You, you, you missed it. You missed it. Which part? The big, the big question. The big question that that the older gentleman quote unquote asks oh yes yes (laughs) are you nathan's wife and i wanted to be like she will be (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) or not i loved her reaction just what no it it kind of it it threw her off her game for a minute because (laughs) i do love that question though that was classic because you know how the two teams were reacting at that point. Team yes. Nathan was all going, yeah! And, and, and Team Lucas was going, no, 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 no! <laughs> I mean, I don't blame the man for asking. I mean, there's this beautiful oh, no, young, perfect. you know, woman with his granddaughter. I mean, the natural assumption is, I mean... It's Nathan's girlfriend, wife, fiance, somebody. Somebody. <laughs> I mean, mine. I mean, if I were Archie, I wouldn't think teacher. That's just. Oh no. No, I mean, you know, no. No, it was. Yeah, that was that was a great line. Now, do you know who that actor is? Um, is it Michael Michael Hogan? Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, Michael Michael Hogan is his name, but I looked him up, and he's part of quite the family affair. Uh, His wife is Susan Hogan, who has been in everything. She's been in My One and Only, Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas, Welcome to Christmas, Christmas Joy, Wedding March 3, Frozen in Love, one of the Haley, no, two of the Haley Dean mysteries, Christmas List, Um, She was in one of the garage sale mysteries. She was in the original Wedding March. She she was in Mm -hmm. um, Murder, She Baked, The Christmas Secret, The Color of Rain, A Very Merry Mix-Up. That's my favorite with her in it. But I mean, she's in everything. And that's his wife. And he he has several, he has several uh, credits, but not as much hallmark credits he's still in hallmark but uh we recognize him more from monk and psych and he was the captain in that episode of sign seal delivered to whom it may concern he was the captain that they took the package to and and shane said you want you think that it's gonna go through all that red tape and blah 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 yeah that was him but their son their son is Gabriel Hogan, who was in the love triangle in uh, Murder, She Baked. She, he was also in, and I think he still makes appearances, in Heartland. Um, he's, he was Lou's husband, and Michael and Susan Hogan came in and played his parents in an episode of Heartland right after the baby was born. Oh, wow. Right after, right after Peter and Lou's baby was born. And so 
it's just it's a whole family affair wow <clears throat> but um gabriel hogan not only is he famous for uh heartland and murder she baked but he's also he does several with um alicia witty uh mm -hmm. he was in christmas at cartwrights and uh my christmas wish list you know so He's he's been in several things, so it's a whole family affair thing here. No it kidding. It was so cool. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a that's a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a then lot. Uh, I guess Pascal Hutton said that she worked with him on Arctic Air. Yes, I forgot that. Yes, mm -hmm. Arctic Air. Uh huh. So that's kind of a fun little yeah, you know, little connection too. there. All right, so. One thing I got to say before we move on storyline wise, did it look like he had gotten sick to you? His voice and his head were shaky like he developed Parkinson's disease or something. He he did. He he did appear a little there there's something up. Yeah, I'm I mean it yeah. looked like he was trying to cover it, so I didn't so I didn't see it as a character choice. I could mm -hmm. be wrong, but I was seriously wondering, is there something wrong with the actor? Is he ill? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I did notice I, I did notice that he did he just seemed older. Yeah, a lot older I, I from previous roles. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's what my takeaway was there with that. Um and then just real quick talking about Allie, actually the actress Jada. Um I thought her acting in this episode was awesome. She just did such a great job just playing that, you know, preteen, like, oh. and then also like the, the really excited, you know, young girl and then the real disappointed, like, you know, disappointment whenever her uncle was like, no, you cannot meet your grandfather in several different scenes too. I mean, she, her, her acting like was flexing throughout. And I thought that was really great. Cause that's, it's got, that, that's gotta be a hard thing to do. You know, um, it was very believable to me in mm -hmm. with, um, with her, I thought she did an awesome job with, with all of that. So my favorite um, part with her, my favorite part with her acting would have to be when she reaches out to hug him, when she realizes that it's her grandfather, mm -hmm. she reaches out to hug him and Nathan just pushes her back. No yeah. words at all. That, that was such a quick interchange, but it was, it was perfect. It was a really good moment right there. Yeah. Yeah. So we find out that Archie has been out of prison for three weeks. He found, uh, it's not very long at all. Um, he finds, he found Mountie Nate um, by how else calling the Mountie headquarters and finding out that he is stationed in Hope Valley. Um, Mountie Nate's basically like, get out of town. Here's some money. I will pay you to go as far away as you can. And I loved how, I loved how when Archie said, I'm a different man. How? He totally called him on it and he didn't skip a beat. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he yes. Didn't, how? And then I, I quit gambling. Yeah, heard that one before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you kind of had to feel slightly bad for Archie when he says, I don't need your money. I need my family. Yeah, I, I, I did feel for him a little, little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, as a parent, it's kind of like, I mean, as a parent who had screwed up, I mean, you know, who's never yeah. seen his, his family, who found out his only daughter had passed away through a letter yeah knowing that, that, that okay 
you make a good point. I mean, knowing <laughs> that you've completely ruined the life of your wife, your son, and your daughter, and wanting to make amends, I mean, that's that's got to be hard, especially if you truly have that desire to change, which I guess we'll find out if he really, if is he putting on or is he really trying to make a change? So he seems to want to. Right. I'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are a new sponsor, which is really exciting. They are Sundance Now, and this is a ad-free streaming service that you can get right now 30 days free by going to SundanceNow.com, use code Hallmarkies. And, you know, we live in a prepackaged world when it comes to TV. We're spoon-fed reality junk, competitive dating shows, and singers behind masks. And we need sometimes stories with a little more thought behind them. And, you know, some of that can be fun enough, but this uh, is, is stuff that's going to hopefully feed our soul and get us to understand different cultures and lifestyles and different ways to experience. And, uh, and so it's, it's, I think really a, an important thing and, uh, and it's only four ninety nine a month with their annual plan, which is a really great a great deal that for what you get it can work on all of your devices that you have so you don't have to worry about that uh, you can watch via apple and android devices amazon fire google chromecast roku and more and uh, i was really impressed when i uh, started to dive into the content uh you know i love particularly you know like my costume dramas and they had uh, the latest version of Wuthering Heights. So that was really neat to get to watch. Their original series, McMafia, State of the Union, and The Cry have received international praise and awards. And there's a ton of different shows, new shows, uh, original shows, and curated content. It's definitely got a lot to offer. And, uh, and so you can get 30 days uh, free by going to sundancenow.com use code hallmarkies that's sundancenow.com code hallmarkies for 30 days of free streaming Allie has no idea what is going on she has no idea about the family history and nathan thinks that she's too young to understand what's going on so what do you think about that i think how old do we how, how old is Allie? like 12 or so 10, 11. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, it says, it says in, it says in season six. Um, cause, cause Elizabeth says, how old is she? And I'm pretty sure Nathan says 10 going on 15 or something like that. Okay. I I'm pretty sure I should have, I should have watched that, but I don't know. It's hard to say because my daughter is nine. And there are so many, my oldest, I should say, my oldest daughter is nine. Mm -hmm. And there are so many things that I don't want her to know about yet. Mm -hmm. You know, and especially, now this might be a little different because Allie already knows that her grandfather has been missing and isn't Mm -hmm. the best of men. The fact that the fact that she already knows that might be a little different. It would be it would be more different if all of a sudden I told my daughter your cousin's in jail. 
you know, she worships right. her cousins, you know, and so that would, that would be different, you know, so, mm-hmm. I, but there's just, he doesn't want to expose her to that, which I understand, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, children have this They're, thirst mm-hmm. for wanting to be included. Right. And so I wouldn't go into detail, but I probably would tell her the basics mm-hmm. to satisfy her curiosity, to get her to understand the situation so that she doesn't innocently put herself in right. a bad situation. She kind of dodged a bullet, you know, at the very end when he says, I wish your grandma was here. And, you know, Elizabeth mm-hmm. gets all tense and Allie says, I'm not supposed to say. And, oh, no, 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 no. You know, that was good. That was mm-hmm. good of her to to say that. Mm-hmm. But in less innocent, I mean, in more innocent circumstances, she may have let something slip. Right. You know, if she had not been told, do not tell your grandfather where your grandmother is. Right. You know, so she had to be told, don't say that. So right. I would not divulge, I would not divulge everything depending mm-hmm. on how bad it was. I would not divulge everything. Mm-hmm. I would protect her from the gory details. Right. Right. Probably would say he is not a good person for you to be around. This is why instead of just changing the subject every time she asks right right and, and I agree I mean I, I feel like especially because um because she is older and she has gone through a lot you know she's gonna understand she's not something. five she's not right she's not she's not five so she's and she's smart she is a smart little <laughs> cookie um but I mean at least say you know your grandfather made a lot of mistakes and he's hurt a lot of people me included um and he's in you know he is in prison. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, just Well, she she knew her. that. Did she, she knew that? that? Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that she knew that he was in prison. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember from I don't remember what was divulged and what wasn't. I'm pretty uh, certain. But, I'm, I'm pretty certain. Yeah. So, poor Allie. Um and poor Nathan too as I know that's he's got to be paranoid and protective he's the two P's (laughs) (laughs) and that's got to be a hard for him as you know we find out that his sister is only two years older but he had to be the man of the house at such a young age yeah and um you know just having seen his um his father make those decisions like pawning off the brooch and you know <sighs> resorting to petty theft and to put food on the table put food on the table and it kind of well and that's the and that's the whole reason why nathan became a mountie mm-hmm. because right. he wanted to protect people from people like his father right right <clears throat> and then can i just say this explains a whole heap a lot about why he is just so cold towards Lucas and how he's just not trusting towards him. Why yeah. he was so angry when you know Lucas was teaching Ali card tricks last yes. season. Yes, yes. You know, just all of that. It just it makes a whole lot more sense. You know, um, 
as to can why we, they're not friends. <laughs> can we can we go there? Yeah. Can we go to the to the interaction between Nathan and Lucas because that is the most informal and the most intimate a conversation those two have ever had. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> because even when even when they were writing together for that entire time, it was still very formal, very report-like, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, Lucas was giving all the facts. He didn't, he didn't open up to Nathan or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And he didn't even call him Nathan. But in that small little interaction, Nathan kind of gets serious and his voice drops in volume because he wants to have an intimate conversation. He calls him Nathan and, you know, Nathan, your father's struggling and maybe this isn't my place. It's between the two of you. I went, whoa, <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. And, you know, contrast that to when he asked Archie, is your room to your liking? And Archie says that Nathan was always economical with words. Yeah. <laughs> and Nathan, I mean, Lucas totally smirked. He totally <laughs> smirked. <laughs> he's like, I yeah, mean, he's I know yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, he was so personal. Mm -hmm. He was so personal with Nathan, which has not happened at right. all up to this point. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I felt bad. I did feel bad for Lo Lucas in that moment. Cause I'm like, I, I feel like Lucas is genuinely trying to help. I mean, oh, he is not yes, necessarily, absolutely. It, of course, any advice that you don't want is unsolicited, but I don't think it was coming from a bad place. I think he was genuinely trying to just say, Hey man, this is what I've noticed. And I, I think there's something up, you know, and, yeah. and with Nathan's um, being triggered by the gambling and this, you know, his father, I, I mean, I can understand why he wrote him off so quickly. Um, and he called them still, two birds of a two feather. Two birds of a so feather. Seeing like, the two of them next to each other had, had to oh, <laughs> set off some big time red flags for that poor Mountie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, um, and then real quick with that scene with Lucas and Nathan um, uh -huh. interacting you know, Lucas sees, or sorry, Nathan sees Lucas and Archie walking down the path, like the, the sidewalk and, um, Nathan immediately ambushes them. And I wrote down what I heard, which Archie and Lucas's conversation, I'm just trying to find out dot, dot, dot. That is what Archie and Lucas were talking about when they were walking down. You can hear them say, oh, oh I'm just trying to find out. Oh and my gosh, I missed that. Yeah. You know, I those <laughs> like they're talking they're they're talking about something uh -huh. very serious or it didn't seem like hey let's talk about you know last night's round of poker you know they, yeah. there wasn't anything fun it looked more serious um and that's when nathan says two words of a feather so elizabeth who's watching this whole thing she's carrying baby jack she sees the exchange she goes to nathan in this moment and she says nathan i and she can't finish her words so i just want to point out because you know team nathan so this is a totally biased thing if i were elizabeth and i had a thing for lucas i would be ditching the mountain and i'd be like lucas oh my goodness what happened <laughs> i mean i'm just saying but you know? she goes to nathan <laughs> 
mean, Lucas looked like he needed a hug in that moment too. I mean, it's, 14 it's Lucas very, people. It's very know? possible. <laughs> and it's just, it's interesting that, you know, I, I don't quite know how to describe this, but, you know, when Lucas says, um, Archie's money is as good as the next man's, you know, Nathan just looks totally affronted. Like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And also, also we have to remember that as far as Nathan was concerned, Archie was supposed to be gone. Right. And he wasn't. And I mean, he and Elizabeth were having a very pleasant conversation. And then all of a sudden he catches that and goes, excuse me and just goes off and oh he's mad oh he's mad yeah (laughs) he's angry he's livid (laughs) i do i do have to say elizabeth talking Allie down from her anger i thought that was so good of her because Mm -hmm. given her opinion that she that he should let his father talk you know give because it sounds like she wants them to reconcile she wants nathan to give archie Mm -hmm. a chance but given that she has that opinion for her to tell Allie, there's a lot of history that you and i don't know Mm -hmm. about i thought that's big of you that's very very big of you and then for her to say when i have a lot of feelings Mm -hmm. i write them down it's funny because I just did that on Sunday, mm-hmm. on Saturday. On Saturday, I had all these feelings and thoughts running around in my head and I was about to burst. And I just went into our office that we have here at home and I started writing. Mm-hmm. And I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I think I got to nine pages. Yeah. And I felt a lot better. I yeah. felt a lot better. And it's it just... I really loved that. I really loved that idea because it happened to me right there (laughs) just just a few days before. Yeah. And then, you know, the fact that Allie turned writing her feelings into a list of reasons why why she should be able to meet grandpa. (laughs) That's totally me. (laughs) (laughs) The two I love the most. Uncle Nathan forgives me when I do something wrong. Oh, oh, how can you, how can you say no to that? Yeah. And then, you know, this is going to appeal to the romantic in every single one of us. Grandma liked him enough to marry him. So that was he so can't cute. be all that bad. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. Oh. I'm telling you. So <laughs> sweet. So we see Nathan ask his father um, to join, he, very difficultly <laughs> ask Archie to he join them for the town just, picnic. Oh, he was just starting to open up. <laughs> yeah. And so Archie says, so Nathan and Archie, they are, um, it's super hard for Nathan to ask him um, to picnic. Archie agrees and he says, I'm, um, I think Nathan says something like, don't like something about being disappointed. Don't be dis, you know, I know how you've been my whole life basically. And the line I wrote here that Archie says is I'm really trying this time. I swear it. 
and he oh, walks yes. up. And this this storyline is just so complex. Just between the two of them with their history and, you know, now you have a child involved and it's only going to get more complicated as we'll see here in a few minutes. But before we get into that, Archie joins Allie and Elizabeth at the table and we find out that Allie's mom also enjoyed writing. I know, so cute. (laughs) <laughs> and he remembers a story that um, Allie's mom had written when she was a young girl. And I couldn't help but notice that we also know someone else around that same, you know, vicinity, just like the next chair over who also likes to write just like, you know, Allie's mom liking to write. I mean, imagine you know. that. <laughs> <laughs> Team Locust folks, they're going to listen to this. They're going to be like, they're gonna you ladies are not- so biased. Yes. Yes, we are. We do not have Caroline <laughs> with us. We are sorry she was not able to come and defend Team Lucas. Hey, I'm However, still not 100% won over, but I am, <laughs> I will admit it, I am leaning toward Nathan. I am, I admit it, but I'm not still, I'm still not 100% won over. I mean, to be fair, taking myself out of the, you know, out of this, the whole thing, we did not have a lot of time with Lucas this episode you know what i'm no, saying we didn't have we, a lot of time there, there is nothing i mean we did we there's there's no reason in this episode other than that quick like pass through walk through with elizabeth that like you there's nothing here now last yeah. week there were def- there's definitely more team oh, lucas more. points building up there so please team lucas keep listening i promise we still love you <laughs> we love you and we do love chris mcnally and i do love lucas just with maybe Fiona or someone. Um, okay, so Archie and Allie are having a conversation, um, and we see that Nathan gets a call in the um, in his office, and it's not good. And Nathan marches. He doesn't just walk. Oh, he, he stomps marching. in. <laughs> he is basically stomping over to the picnic. And he, he arrests his father, who is yep. accused of stealing from a hotel. Benson Hills. A Benson hotel Hills. in Benson Hills. A diamond necklace. And this, this scene, first, Kevin McGarry, in the, the emotional range he played in this oh entire episode oh with my his gosh. father was incredible. I, I thought yeah. there were moments that I thought he was just going to start crying. Not crying from sadness, but crying from anger. <laughs> I know. And there was there was a moment when he takes him to his office and Archie's saying, I want to see my granddaughter. And he said, that's not going to happen. And you can't stop me, Song. Yes, I can. I'm her legal guardian. I don't know if this was a character choice or mm-hmm. if it just happened by some crazy happenstance but they started to sound like each other did you catch Mm. that i didn't catch that i'll have to listen they started to kind of sound like each other with their with their words with the forming of their words Mm -hmm. and their mannerisms they kind of reflected off of each other so you could totally tell they were father and son Mm -hmm. and i just wondered oh my gosh did they do that on purpose or did they just did they just do that uh working together yeah, I mean, I did notice Kevin McGarry sounding very Canadian. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, he is Canadian. I but mean, yes. no, but usually they they do a really good job about sounding more North American, um, um, North American dialect, general North American dialect. I, but I got this it. Time, I got it. I, I, but this time I, ju- I noticed more, definitely more Canadian coming out. Uh huh. Like, about, out, hey. <laughs> <A. laughs> the, the Ken. Yeah. Yes, I can. You know, yeah. I, just, I was like, oh man, you sound so much like him. Yeah. It was like he was, it was like he was reverting back to his childhood for a minute and mirroring his dad. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, you know, even if people didn't notice it, the effect is still very powerful. Mm-hmm. You right. know, it just, oh. Right. And like you said, his emotion, oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. When he's told that story about the ruby brooch, I just, yeah, I almost started crying because of just the sorrow in his eyes and mm-hmm. in his voice. And it's really funny because when Elizabeth tells Rosemary, I know it's a different situation, but I would give anything for little Jack to have his father in his life. I went, <gasps> I, all of a got, I all of a sudden got very, very emotional and then Rosemary said, you should tell him that. And I went, yes, yes, tell him that. <laughs> and she never did. And I went, oh, no, why, why, why? I'm shaking my computer because I'm hitting my leg. <laughs> yes. So we end this episode with Archie being arrested. But don't fear, we do have a few things to go back to. But yes. as far as the big storyline in this episode Archie is arrested and we will see next week what happens um to Archie and Nathan and Allie and their family dynamic and um and it's Hallmark we know that there's going to be a happy ending but it's just the how how do we get there how do we navigate these waters what's the journey not the destination right and that is something I am definitely looking forward to well, and I also like that this wasn't wrapped up in one episode. Yeah. You know, oh, I think that's sure. one of the, I think that's one of the reasons why I liked this episode so much is it had meat, mm-hmm. you know, it had a big dramatic storyline that was just beginning mm-hmm. and who knows how long they're going to carry it out. Now I don't want them to beat a dead horse, but it didn't just all get wrapped up in a pretty bow in one episode. This right. is going to take time to right. resolve and to figure out and to heal probably, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. who knows what all of this has triggered, even mm-hmm. if he is innocent, which probably I'm thinking the storyline is mm-hmm. going to eventually lead to him being innocent. Just the fact that it happened right when Nathan was opening up, this is going to take some big time healing. Right. Because it has brought back Nathan's entire past. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, on that point too, with Archie, it wasn't that he just gambled once and then he landed in jail. And it wasn't like he, he stole one, he stole petty theft like one time and landed in jail. I mean, this had been an ongoing thing since Nathan was a child. That is not some, if, you know, at almost 30, if I had a family member or parent who had hurt me like that for 30 years, practically. Would you say, is, welcome home? Right, you know? <laughs> right. You wouldn't be all open arms. I mean, you, and especially like, what? what's that saying? Um, fool me once. 
Um, oh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, twice shame on me. me. Yes. And this is, Nathan's gotten there. He's gotten fooled twice with, yeah. you know, and that's just such a complicated, that's complicated waters to navigate for both Nathan and Archie and getting trust between son and father. Um, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what they'll do. And, you know, the writers of One Calls to Heart, they do such a great job with these dynamics. So they do um, very much looking forward to it. All right, so let's go back to um, team classy, classy Coulter. <laughs> what? Classy yeah. Coulter? Yeah, team team Jesse and Clara and um, Rosemary and Lee because oh they've been. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I do think it's precious that. Rosemary's gonna be the matron of honor and, and when Clara said no it's bigger than the flowers what could be bigger than the flowers you know? <laughs> you've got to love how Rosemary several times throughout the, the series you know there's something she's so focused in on like one thing like with with the situation in Clara it was the wedding yeah. the details she wasn't thinking you know, oh, I'm, I could be the matron of, of honor and I can do, you know, it was right. all about, while it was about her and the details because she wants to help, it was still about Clara and the wedding. She never wants right. to put herself in yeah. like, hey, let me be your matron of honor, you know? No. Um, no. And I think, you know, I, I just love how their friendship is blossoming, Clara and yes. Rosemary. And I love that now everybody's been everybody's had a chance to be a matron of honor and best man <laughs> if you think about it because yeah. um at I, I keep wanting to say i keep wanting to say pascal and cabin no rosemary and lee's rosemary wedding and Lee. <laughs> um we had jack and elizabeth as the matron right. or the maid of honor and best man and then yeah. at elizabeth and jack's wedding we had it was abigail was the matron of honor yes. i mean and yeah. And um, wasn't it, was it Bill or was it? Bill Lee? and Lee were the best men and mm -hmm. Rosemary and Abigail were the two matrons of honor. Yeah. So. But Abigail, Abigail was, the, was still first. Abigail was the one who made the speech. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then with Clara and Jesse, cause I would, I had, I had wondered like, who would they pick? And I thought she was going to pick Elizabeth just because they've, they've seen, since season two, they had interacted more because of Abigail. It's true. Um, and they but had that because connection. Clara went to go work in the dress shop. That right. kind of put her in more proximity With to Rosemary. Rosemary. Clara Clara's a bit of a floater. She doesn't really seem mm -hmm. to have a best friend, you know? Yeah. She seemed She's to be very... getting chummy with uh, Fiona for a little bit. Yeah. So. Um, but then you also have to remember that Jesse's very close with Lee and Lee thinks of him as oh, a well, little that, brother. So I no mean, that's question. like a done deal, you know, <laughs> but you know, it was funny because I, I had a thought La um, last week, Jesse said, I thought we'd just keep it small, you know, invite family and close friends. Neither one of them has any family. <laughs> you know, <laughs> There's no family to invite. You right. know, so. <laughs> You know, so maybe inviting the whole town is a bit much, but you don't have any family there. You well, know, it's, it's like, all going to be close friends. Right. <laughs> well, I was kind of like, um, Hope Valley is like 50 
people and it's know, the same it's just- 50 people that we see what? okay okay your wedding um <laughs> but i i loved when jesse and claire run into each other at the picnic and claire is just like talking about how she thinks she offended rosemary the marital minefield <laughs> and jesse's all like I can see how that would um, really affect your feelings. And Tell me all about it, sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even that. It was, tell me all about that. Oh, yeah. I have to add the sweetheart. Sweetheart. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and um, I just I, love I'm how. not Rosemary. Yeah. <laughs> not Rosemary. And who have you been talking to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who have you been talking to? Uh, and it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> oh, so funny. So funny. Gotta oh, love that. Word. Okay. Well, we will see in future episodes that Lee and Rosemary plan the bachelor bachelorette party for Clara and oh, Jesse. So you know that's gonna be very fun and interesting. <laughs> Are we going right. to go back to Faith and Carson? Oh, yes. Faith and Carson. So um, (laughs) Faith practically diagnoses Ned on the spot. I mean, she can't diagnose him because she's a nurse. She needs the doctor sign off on that. And she's right. I thought the the script was so good in that Mm -hmm. whole thing that she has the capability. She has the know-how. She has everything except the title and she recognizes that mm-hmm. you know she didn't take over but she wants to help him and so she said well come back and mm-hmm. get a full examination but in the meantime why don't you drink some cabbage juice yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> i just i thought that was so well written mm-hmm. so well written and and did you catch the part when um faith says to carson in passing yeah <laughs> There's some time in my life I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like she was oh, just so, I caught it. So it was almost like it was a joke to her that she Flip had it. even thought that. And Carson's like, are, are you kidding me? You are a waste of talent. <laughs> I, I mean, so. Being a nurse. Being right. a nurse is a waste of talent. Yeah. Right. I mean, for her, I mean, because she's so brilliant. She took anatomy yeah. and physiology, which is, which is something nurses didn't take back then. What? Apparently not. <laughs> uh, okay. That baffles my mind. Remember, it's 1916, Casey. <laughs> I mean, but still, we kind of need to know where, you know, the aorta is compared to where your femur is. So um, general knowledge <laughs> of the bones and where your muscles are is kind of important, I feel. But Maybe not. That's going to, I'm going to look that, I'm going to look into that. I'm just, I'm just very curious. My parents are both nurses. So uh, um, having that is just, it just blows my mind that they never had anatomy and physiology. Right. I, I mean, okay. Um, so Carson can pull some strings for Faith to attend medical school. But to have the, this took me my second time through hearing this because the extended program he said that he would talk to his friend about doing an extended program in Hope Valley. Mm-hmm. So now Faith doesn't have to 
And he said, and the fact that he's so on board, number one, mm-hmm. she doesn't leave, which is great. Right. You know, he's like, I get to keep you here. Wonderful. But he could have felt completely threatened. A woman, mm-hmm. his girlfriend, trying to take his job. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He just jumps on it and says, you would be a fabulous doctor. I will mentor you. I -hmm. will pull the strings. I will teach you everything. I just went, oh, wow. Yeah, you're, you're perfect. You know, Jack Jack died. So we have to have another perfect man. Right. You know, (laughs) it's true. We love Carson. Um, Carson. (laughs) So we'll see what happens there. We'll see if that comes to fruition in the coming episodes and i think that was well well there's there's lucas and bill confronting florence and telling her to take the invitations (laughs) there's that one tiny little thing yes yes that's right (laughs) that was pretty funny not a word to anybody not a word of any of this to anyone florence whatever you mean (laughs) right and the town gossip here right and the flyers. Like, How about we, we think, think you should you go door to spread door. Spread the word. <laughs> All right, I'll get on the telephone. No, here are flyers. Door to door. Door to door. <laughs> and uh, Florence's face was just like, ah. oh. <laughs> I've been caught. <laughs> yep, sure have. She to- she was uh, she was put under social arrest. <laughs> right. <laughs> It would have been funny to see, you know, a behind, not behind the scene, an extra scene of Florence going, here's, just to see how she would play that off, you know. Oh, that would have been you great know. to see, yes. Seeing her passing out those flyers and being like, by the way, there's a picnic and you can eat all the food. Or she would go the route of, Ned Yost has a gastric ulcer. I mean, I mean, she kind of, it? <laughs> she kind of did that with Nathan. She kind of did it when she was patching him through. Yeah. And, uh, and she says, I'll see you at the barbecue where everything is safe to eat. <laughs> yeah. So, so she kind of did it, but we didn't get to see the door to door thing. Right. So. Right. It would have been funny to have her hair all messed up from all the walking and the right. wind blowing and just here. if i were if i were florence i would have grabbed my little bestie over there molly and been like girlfriend you are coming with me because you're part of this problem (laughs) yeah you helped (laughs) not really but well kind of well kind of she had to find out from someone yeah she she told uh wilma lawson that's who she told Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) who told kurt who and it told Pickham, so he wasn't ordering food. No. <laughs> Everybody wins in the end. A picnic. Uh, even oh. Ned, because he still gets to eat kippers in moderation. In moderation. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> All righty. So, what are we going to do? I think that about covers it. <laughs> we covered it all. All of it. It's been fantastic, you guys. Um, <laughs> thoughts about next week's preview? <sighs> or is there any thoughts? Are there any thoughts? I, I usually do. 
I usually do have thoughts about the next week's episode, but just, I just want to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to see if there's evidence that he is guilty mm-hmm. or, you know, or do, is it immediately resolved that he's innocent? I just want to see where it goes. That's- yeah. And it sounds like we're going to be getting a lot of happy um, team Lucas because Lucas and Elizabeth will be interacting a lot next week with the book and with the manuscript. So it will be interesting to see what happens there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's his turn. (laughs) It's his turn because the premiere had a little bit more Lucas than Nathan. And now this one had a lot more Nathan than Lucas. And so now it's Lucas's turn. And (laughs) so if we're doing this by episode, if Nathan gets all the even episodes and Lucas gets all the odd episodes, does that mean that episode 10 is going to end with Nathan and therefore it's going to be team Nathan that wins? I don't know. I'm just kidding. It's up for grabs. We don't know. I mean. All right. Either way, we will be happy. Team Lucas, come back. We will have some pleasant things for you guys next week. And if you want to support the Hallmarkies podcast, we do have Team Lucas shirts just for you in our Tee Public shop. So look that up on the Twitter. And where can everybody find you, Cami? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, Cami Drama Girl, Cami spelled K-A-M-I. On Facebook, I have the Hooked Hardy Facebook page. And my blog is hookedhardy.com. Alrighty, and you can find me on Twitter at Hallmark My Words. And don't forget, we also have Hardy Bingo. So um, you can find that on the Hallmarkies podcast um, Instagram. It's really fun, people. I played it. It's really fun. <laughs> Casey made it. She's brilliant. I did. I did. I didn't make it with anything in mind. I was literally thinking of random stuff that can be put on there, like brownie makes an appearance i mean it's just shenanigans all around so <laughs> you guys pull them out a water tower a marathon. shot yeah <laughs> a shot of a mountain <laughs> somebody kissing i was very afraid with the with the kissing thing i was like okay, it has to be couples i cannot put lucas nope. and elizabeth nope. and elizabeth because people are gonna get mad at me yeah just a so- couple kissing <laughs> Um, but I did see a few points on there. Like, uh, I did put Jack what referenced, um, mm-hmm. that's, that's a bingo square on there yep. and, um, things like that. So go check those out. Um, and thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys come back next week and see us or hear us. If you are on the pod or if you're listening to this, you can also find us on YouTube as well. If you want to see our smiling faces. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.